And that's that's about it. That's about all we really know about the essential phone for now uh, in terms of the big broad view. This That's everything you need to know for right now. Uh, there are color options still coming. So right now the pre-order is only available for the black and the white. Uh, there are a few more little details here. Uh, and there's going to be a lot more news to come as we find out more about the OS that it's running. We know that it's going to be uh, Essentials take on, on Android. Presumably they're calling it all Android ambient OS. Uh, so that's going to be what we can expect to see. But we don't really know much else. We don't really know how much of a heavy-handed approach we can expect from Essential here because the screens that we have seen, while somewhat modified, have not been uh, too, 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 too different. Uh, the viewfinder for the camera definitely does look different, but the home screen looks, for the most part, the same. It looks like an Android home screen uh, and it doesn't seem as though they've done too much else there. It looks like hardware is really where they're focused on innovating. I'm very, very close to just reserving one of these myself. This this uh, is very exciting. And despite having a one big deal breaker, uh, I think it's going to make enough of, of a wave considering who it comes from and what the, the quality that we can expect them to deliver. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm impressed. Oh, man, four gigs of RAM too. This is... This is this is this is this is it. This is exactly it. If this is as close to pixel as possible, then that's I mean, close as close to pixel as possible seems like what they're going for. It seems like what their MO is. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Can you hear the excitement in my voice? Let me know if you're excited about the essential PH1 and the home device that they they have coming out as well. You can hit that call in button. Let me know what you think. What is your biggest deal breaker? What are you most excited about? If you've got a phone right now that you're comparing to the essential, how does it compare? What are the features that you're really looking forward to from the essential? And do you think this is a good move? Do you think this is a good move in the industry? Do you, do you foresee success? Let me know. Check your crystal ball and then get back to me. Hit that call in button. You might wind up on the show. Thank Thank you all so much for listening to the burst mode here on anchor make sure you hit that subscribe button that excuse me that favorite button here on anchor to make sure that you don't miss any segments it'll make sure that you get a notification every time we publish every time there's new stuff it'll bubble it right up to the top of your dial so you don't miss a thing Okay, now let's talk about the the rest of the stuff, the rest of the kitchen sink, so to speak. Uh, the the other accessories available for this device right now for the Essential PH1 uh, are the the 360 camera, of course. And then you've also got this little dock, uh, and it's a really pretty looking dock. Like it looks like just a slab of of, of metal. Uh, it's a magnetic connector. They don't actually say what it is made out of, but it looks like either, or I guess suppose not just metal. It's like metal on the bottom and, and, and like, like marble on the top, actually. Uh, it's, it's so, so pretty. It looks so modern and crisp and clean. Uh, so it's a charging dock that is capable of fast charging. And that's what I think is really cool. Really, really cool. Cool. Because of this connector, because it's a sort of proprietary pogo plug situation, uh, if I'm putting my phone down anyway, on a, on a, I have to target it, I have to aim to put the coil on the coil, then I'm okay with aiming to put the, the charge connector on the charger. 
that's fine with me if what I'm doing is putting it down and if what I'm doing is putting it down so that I can get a fast charge out of it. So this is fast charging, not wirelessly, proprietarily. But if what they're suggesting is that the entire essential line will be compatible with these pogo plug devices, well, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now I'm interested. And now I'm also interested to see what what this dock is going to be capable of. Because if this is capable of fast charging, then of course it's proprietary. It's going to be capable of, you know what else, of screen mirroring and input and all kinds of other fun things, just like Samsung DeX which we already know is doing a halfway decent job of merging these two screens in our lives to be able to make one fluid experience. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if this were the essential phone, the only phone you need because the PH1, phone one, maybe there's a desktop or a tablet version of this that all becomes, it's it's all Android, it's all the same OS. Speaking of which, those are the two little accessory devices that you can get uh, for these for, for it right now. There's also one extra other device that isn't an accessory. That is its own standalone product called the Essential Home. And this device is focused on kind of stepping away uh, and having taking a sort of more passive approach to the smart home. It looks a little like uh, like the DeX charging dock, the Samsung DeX dock, or if you've ever seen a wireless charging Qi dock. Um, flat, round, slightly at an angle, uh, and, and with a big, vibrant screen on the front. The idea here is to, instead of doing something quite so intrusive as sound, have something that's easily accessible at a glance that you can use tapping for uh, uh, to get information for in your home, throughout your home, and to interact with your smart home. Uh, and I love this. I think that this is great. I think that this is a phenomenal approach. And I'm, 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 I, w- I wonder if we're already to a point where. Google would look at something like this and say like, God, like, okay, well maybe Alphabet should pick this up too. And this should be, I mean, like Google is that kind of agile company that would look at a company like Essential and say like, okay, well we have experience with Andy Rubin, like let's just buy it again. And then Essential becomes a Google company all of a sudden. But if it doesn't, and they're allowed to continue to innovate, um, I'm, I'm really excited by what I see here. By uh, Of all the third party options for, uh, for, smart homes and this explosion of AI. It doesn't look like Ambient OS is is looking to give you another smart friend. It looks like it's trying to give you a new way to interact with your existing ones, whether that's Alexa or Google Assistant. Um, And I love it. I love the look and feel of this device. I love what it's trying to achieve. Giving you a screen, just like Google Home is now giving you a screen by way of your phone, but giving you a screen that actually just lives in your home, just like the the, the new Amazon Alexa device that just came out, the View, this is, this is where we're going. These are the devices that we're gonna be interacting with for our smart homes in the very, very, very near future. In the next five years, these are gonna be things that we all have. So I think that this is a brilliant move from Essential here. Um, I gotta be honest, I'm very, very tempted to just straight up reserve these things right now. Very, very tempted. So in terms of the aesthetics, if we're just talking about what the phone looks like, 
I think they knocked it out of the park. I think it looks gorgeous. I like that all the buttons are on one side. I like having volume rocker, power button, both under my thumb. I don't care for the constant switching between the volume rocker being above or below the home button, but it does look like there's a difference in size, so it should be relatively easy and placement uh, to, to determine one from the other. Um, the, the, the chassis itself is not made of the typical aluminum. It's made of titanium, an injection mold titanium build, which I think is super sick and super cool. Not something that we've seen before. Supposedly, it can handle drops on corners way better, not just for the sake of the screen, but for the actual damage that is dealt to the metal itself. Uh, aluminum is a much softer metal, of course. Um, and on top of all that, they're also using ceramic for the back of the device. Again, not the first ones to do this, but the first time we've seen all of these things at once in one device. On the back of the device, you're also going to see dual lenses, uh, along with the what looks like a split circle here for the, the dual tone flash and laser autofocus, which is what that looks like, uh, right next to another ambient microphone in the center, fingerprint reader on the back, also ceramic, and the pogo plug up on the top corner. Um, I'm, I'm really impressed, especially by the ocean depths color. Is this like anodized titanium? Like, can you color titanium the same way you can color aluminum? I think you can, uh, because this color looks incredible. It's like a green teal ocean. It's called Ocean Depths. It's like a green foresty tealy water pretty, uh, along with a, a sort of copper brass colored metal finish. It's just breathtaking. It looks like a beautiful device. Um, on top of which, that screen in the front is a nice, big, bright OLED screen it's only qhd but it's oled and i'll take that i'll take i'll happily take that compromise i'm happy to see an oled display on this device um this is really shaping up to be something that i'm really going to need to consider that everyone should really consider uh because this is not a a trivial place this is coming from okay so all these things aside i'm all i i will admit i am biased towards this device because of the company, because of its creator. Essential is, is run by Andy Rubin, and Andy Rubin is the grandfather of, of cell phones as smartphones, really, as we know them today. He created the sidekick, it was on the team anyway, that created the sidekick at Danger, uh, wound up at T-Mobile, left, and started something, uh, a little something that you might know as Android, which now runs on 80% of the world's phones, obviously. We talk about it here all the time. This shouldn't be news to you. So I am predisposed to thinking this is going to be a success based on that. I'll, I'll absolutely give you that. But the rest of the specs aren't uh, pointing me in a different direction than that. Anyway, 34, 34, 30, 40 milliamp hour battery with fast charging, which sounds good, especially since it's a lower resolution display, 2560 by 1312, uh, with, uh, with an OLED display, which means you're going to be able to suck, suck as much juice out of that battery as humanly possible by keeping those pixels off. On top of which, we're looking at a modern processor under the hood, a modern system on a chip here, the Qualcomm Snapdragon 835. That's what you would expect from a flagship in 2017. We've got band support out the wazoo for every Thing you could ask for. The glass on 
the front of the device is indeed Corning Gorilla Glass 5, not 4. And the dimensions of the device look like it's going to come in just a bit bigger than the HTC 10, but with a display that takes up the entire dang thing. The model of the device itself is the PH1, Essential is the name of the company, and it's going to come in at $750. They're looking, they're, they're expecting you to pay a full flagship price, but that is with the 360 camera included. We'll talk about that in one more segment right here. Uh, but this is a premium device directly from the seller, direct from the manufacturer. It's unlocked and it comes with 128 gigs of onboard storage. So this seems like the price is right. Not having a headphone jack is a big problem for me, but it's not a deal breaker just yet, although I suppose I am voting with my wallet by buying a device without a headphone jack. I know that it's the way of the future, I just don't think it's time to get rid of it yet, but hey, it's the price we pay as early adopters. So Andy Rubin's phone the essential phone is uh, is finally is finally real. It's finally out. You can go to essential.com to see this stuff in all its glory. And there there really is a lot to talk about. So let's start with just the device itself. We'll get into all the other stuff, all the other things in other segments. Uh, we'll talk about those snap-ons, the, the, the base, the the uh, the essential home thing, the ambient OS. There's, there's so, so much to talk about here. So, so first things first, uh, th- this thing is made beautifully. It looks gorgeous. Um, and in a in a in an era where this I, I think is starting to matter more and more you know you know take that for what you will whether you like that or not but I, the aesthetics of devices are starting to matter more and more this is because you know as phones become more and more prolific and smartphones become more and more of a fashion symbol status symbol fashion icon situation uh, they're going to become a lot more like cars I think uh, as the industry moves away from the utilitarian side and more towards the commodity side. Uh, and aesthetics are really going to matter. And I think that this one just knocks it out of the park. Uh, look, we've seen the bezel-less design before. This is not the first bezel-less phone, but it is a pretty one. I like that the size of the chin isn't too big. I think that the camera up at the top is an interesting choice, and I'm willing to approach it with an open mind. Uh, it doesn't seem too, too bad. My only concern is for full screen experiences, is that going to cut out uh, or is it going to letterbox? And either way, that seems like pretty, that seems like a pretty miserable time. Uh, from what I can tell, it looks like it's going to be cutting out. Uh, if you look at the, the screens on the devices, uh, you'll see that when the, the device is powered on, it just straight up cuts out that you from whatever image it is you're looking at. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened when you're watching full screen video, whatever. It's probably going to be a little distracting. It might be a deal breaker for a lot of people. Speaking of deal breakers, let's talk about the the features on the device itself, namely uh, more, more, more like lack of features, really, namely uh, the lack of a headphone jack. I I can't I can't wrap my head around this for for a device that says like in in, in the the uh, on the site if you click through to the site you'll see under accessories that simply click we'll talk about that in a split second don't you hate it when you have to buy new dongles chargers and accessories yes I do I hate buying dongles for my phone so why are you making me buy one why are you making me buy a USB C to headphone jack or a splitter so that I can charge and listen to music via a wired connection at the same time. 
Look, I'm not gonna. I'm not here to rehash the conversation about about headphone jacks on phones. I think that they're important. I think that we still need them. I still use them all the time. The headphones that I'm wearing right now, these headphones are my go-to headphones for taking calls on my phone. They're incredibly comfortable. They block out a lot of sound and the microphone is nice and loud and clear. This doesn't make sense to me. We're not gonna rehash it all right now, but it seems like there's plenty of room in the phone for a headphone jack. That is gonna be a deal breaker for lots of people. While I do use Bluetooth headphones for a lot of things, uh, they're not my only method and it might even be a deal breaker for me. We'll see. Uh, On the other side of the device, on the back of the device, we've got this little pogo plug type feature uh, that uses a magnetic clip just like Moto Mods do. Again, not something that we haven't seen before, but we haven't seen a device with all these things in one before. Um, Their first little add-on here is a 360 camera, which is tiny, which is super cool. This is the smallest 360 camera I've ever seen. It's smaller than the Theta S from Ricoh, and it snaps right onto the back of the device, and now you've got a crazy high-resolution uh, 360 camera dual 12 megapixel fisheye lenses at a 1.8 aperture. So it's a 210 degree field of view at UHD resolution, 1920, 380 by 480 at 30 frames per second. That's not nothing. That's a real actual 360 camera that you would buy on a, as a standalone. Like this makes sense. This I like. I like this model of, of extensibility. I think I like this a lot. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about the aesthetics of the device, not just the features though. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Burst Center here with the Burst Mode. You're listening to the best channel on Anchor when it comes to things pertaining to Android, tech, geek stuff, TV, movies, geek culture, video games, all that fun stuff. We talk about it all here on Anchor. Thank you all so much, so, so much for all of the incredible support over the last few months. I just got back from my first vacation in three months. Uh, I asked y'all to to send in your news coverage. I got a couple of call-ins here, and I got a couple of uh, fun call-ins that we'll be publishing later in throughout the week. But now that we're back, we've got plenty of things to talk about. The, the Andy Rubin Essential Phone has finally been confirmed. We know what it looks like. We know what it's going to do. We know what its problems so you can bet we're definitely going to talk about that this week. Um, I wound up actually doing way more, way more relaxing and uh, to re- recharging on on our vacation than uh, I anticipated. I planned to shoot the entire S8 review in Nashville while I was there, but uh, my brain is just positively burnt out, and uh, now now I finally feel prepared uh, to shoot it. We've got a bunch of things to take care of this week uh, with respect to the channel. We've got new graphics coming. We've got a, a little new. Re- now that we're trying to figure out exactly where we're headed with it uh, and the station here on Anchor all in tandem all at once getting the content out of here and into the Patreon and into a a podcast feed which is what uh, we want to do so that we have one nice big cohesive experience but yeah hey yo we're back here on the burst mode so why don't we get into it let's talk about this new phone from Andy Rubin 